0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of No Content. Pixel's internet still sucks, so we don't know how this episode's going to sound in post. So we'll see how that goes. How's it going, Pixel?
1: Uh, it's going all right. How about you?
0: Good, man. Good. This week's been pretty, pretty uh kind of weird weekend or week or whatever. I mean, it's more weird as in like not a lot of eventful things have happened, so it felt like kind of like a in between weekend Uh, i think we talked about it off stream and i can't mention it on stream or through this Mm -hmm. podcast but i had to go do some like personal stuff at like a bunch of like banks and talk to like a bunch of lawyers and stuff all good things by the way to any of the audio listeners but uh yeah so it's kind of been like a weird week and i got to go deal with that later this week as well so that will be pretty Mm -hmm. interesting
1: Oh, that sounds
0: fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot less funner than you think. But um, I'm glad that some of this stuff is kind of like moving on and stuff like that. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, oh, another thing I was going to say is uh, my city's kind of opened up a little bit more. So um, 40% capacity when it comes to food and restaurants. Uh, gyms are opened up and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. So I think uh-huh. some things are kind of uh, returning to normal. The problem is, is my DoorDash... Uh, stuff that I've been doing as a side hustle has been like tanking. Oh, really? Because now, now, that stuff, yeah, now that stuff is opening up. People are less inclined to DoorDash, and yeah, so I with
1: my area. Wait, really? Are you DoorDashing now? No, I haven't been DoorDashing at all. I'm just like, I feel like the the city where I live is completely like locked down still. Like it's still not opening up. There's been nothing new released as far as mm. guidelines and stuff goes. Yeah. So I still feel like it's pretty decent up here. I don't know how, I don't know. I don't,
0: I know you're joking, but it's like, realistically, like,
1: I don't know if I want to drive
0: like, you know, all the way up there, just like DoorDash, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, nah, don't and, do it. <laughs> yeah. And the benefits of being down here, obviously is like, I know the area over there. Like I would be way more stressed out. You know what I mean? Cause it is kind of like mm-hmm. when you DoorDash, it's like fine if you know the area, but if you don't really know the area, it almost becomes like a, time trial like you know what i mean because like it tells you like get here at this time do this at this time drop it off early at this time stuff like that so it's like kind of annoying Mm -hmm. but yeah that's the problem with my area is it's starting to open up so people are dashing less so i'm getting paid the Mm -hmm. same amount roughly but it's like in waves so like it'll like beforehand it's like i could start at like 8 a.m go until like two or three consistently be driving or doing something but now it's like Mm -hmm. not uncommon for me like for example today i like dropped off something over near like a theme park and then uh you know i was like oh i'm just gonna start heading back towards like my place and if something pops up like obviously i'll grab it i basically drove like all the way back to my place and then like right before i was like about to like end it or whatever i got like another order and then i was like okay i'll do that order and then this is like 11 miles let's say right Mm -hmm. and then i like from the theme park to my house. So then I went, did that order, then came back or what? Then like place dropped that off, and then basically like nothing happened. Like it was like oh, okay, and then I just ended it like an hour. I actually ended it like an hour early, and this was during like mm-hmm. lunch rush. Yeah, yeah. As well, so it's like oh, <laughs> like there's no, like nothing going <laughs> on. So that kind of sucks to be honest. But
1: yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah, I I would much rather drive where you are rather than drive here because there's really no place to park. Um, if you're either picking up an order or True. delivering, so you most of the time have to like stop in the streets like the residential and yeah. just like double park and yeah. I don't feel comfortable doing that like all the time just because like you know you're gonna you're taking chances
0: yeah i know for sure i mean the thing is too is like in my area there's like a pretty big hospital so then like some of the orders look really simple and then you're like oh wait it's in this hospital building like how where do i park exactly like how do i park like mm-hmm. so there is some like kind of like question marks with that too like today for example i was just like oh am i allowed to park here like i'm with like doordash and they're like well you have to pay for parking I'm, Like okay never mind and then like yeah, no, and okay. it's it's like a Ugh. sweet like a high-rise and then the other thing that the worst part is that like there's a bunch of like high-rise apartments that are starting to like um crop up like all over the place and those are awful mm-hmm. because like apartments are the worst for doordash first of all right because mm-hmm. like you get an order and then like this happened two two times with me so far right i got an i got an order i go to the said said location to drop it off or whatever and their parking lot is like 30 40 feet underground so like i go on oh, un- yeah. i like go i get the gate code i go in i go underground and then i have absolutely no signal i have no idea like where i can park I, like, find the visitor mm-hmm. parking. I park. Then I have to, like, take an elevator, like, up to the lobby. Like, I have no idea what's going on. And when I get to the lobby, I have, like, all these messages and stuff like that from, like, the person. Uh-huh. Like, it was – it's so annoying. And then, like, you have to, like – some of some of them are, like, you can't so, – like, some of these high-rises have, like, COVID restrictions, or they did. So they, like, weren't allowing you to actually, like, physically go up to the person and deliver the food. So you could either, like, leave it at reception or the person can come down and get it. And some uh-huh. of these apartments don't have reception, like receptionists at the time. So there was like a couple of times where I literally burned like 20 minutes of my time just like waiting for someone to come down. And it was like, it was totally on the customer to come down. I was like, hey, I'm here, just letting you know. I can't get up to your apartment building. They're not letting me. Like, please come down to reception. Mm-hmm. I called them time. Like, oh, yeah, we'll be down there. And like, uh, we'll be down there soon. It's like literally, like legitimately, like 20 minutes. I was like sitting, like just standing in the lobby, just like, okay, like, what is <laughs> That's going on? It's such a on? waste
1: of time. It's, uh
0: yeah, so, you know, that that's kind of sucked, but I mean, it I don't know. It's something to do right now. Like I said, it's like a side hustle, so it's still nice to do where, like, if work is like, okay, we have a meeting in, like, two hours and I don't really have anything to do, I can kind of mm-hmm. just, like, chill and, like, make some money rather than just, mm-hmm. like, stay at home and be a sloth. I'm, I'm getting really tired of, like, just not
1: doing anything, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, no, I totally get you. it's good that you like you have so many things that you are filling your day with like at this
0: at this point it's it's a little bit too much man it's like i have like like (laughs) i've picked up like five like you too i mean we picked up like i well i forcibly made you pick up but i made you pick up what (laughs) two extra mod swords or something like that and then i have like three or four mod swords that are already like going out like crazy so i'm like doing that in between like Working and then stuff, but I mean, it's better than like what it was before because before it was just like I was working and then I was just like being a sloth and like just sitting at home and like watching Twitch or like not Mm -hmm. even watching Twitch or like watching YouTube, but literally just like having it on as background noise. So, you know, I've been Mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm in a better headspace like before for sure. Like, I like even just with like streaming, I wasn't getting like burnt out per se, but it was getting very like not repetitive but i don't know like i was just kind of getting comfortable with it so i feel like i've done like a lot of stuff like i started uh like i'm looking into photography which we've talked about a lot off stream actually i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna get a dslr i think i my chat and i look researched it but i was like i was thinking getting a mirrorless like every, all my friends were pushing me to get a mirrorless and then i know i talked to you about it too and then i was like i'm just gonna get a dslr man because the thing is here's the thing right I don't want to get, like, a mirrorless camera because, like, the cheapest one I can find is, like, 700 bucks right now, 700, 800 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get it, and then it just sits there collecting dust on my desk because I don't understand, like, I don't understand (laughs) how to use it, right? So, I want to get, so I was, like, looking at this, like, Nikon D3500 that my chat recommended, and it's, like, 400 bucks, like 400 500 bucks. It says it's like a starter DSLR camera, and I was like, okay, that that in that case, like I'll get that. It's less of an investment, and if it does sit on my desk collecting dust, I feel less bad.
1: Yeah, totally. You know? Like mirrorless cameras, they're, they're the new hotness right now because um, they only came out like a few years ago. I can't remember like what year exactly, but like in camera tech, yeah, that's like incredibly new, right? And so, like, everybody like once one you know the, you still have the people that are just like dslr for life right but then of course. you have people who want mirrorless because of like just how many amazing benefits they have you know you've got like the electronic viewfinder like that's incredibly cool um you've got like um the you can take pictures without having a shutter noise you can take pictures just basically at a super high iso right like it's it's a lot of benefits but like thing is yet you're paying for it you're paying like several hundred dollars extra or maybe even like a few thousand dollars extra it's like it's completely like crazy like how much money these things can cost yeah
0: like so here's my thing right i'll I'll get a dslr and like i told you before it's literally going to be for like family events friend events or like uh like i don't think i'm going to be like, I don't think I will soon, well, maybe soon, but I don't think I will be, you know, the stereotypical Asian guy with black tight jeans, a plaid shirt, and a beanie carrying his DSR around to, like, local hipster breweries. <laughs> but that may happen sometime uh, in the future. You know, who knows, right? But uh, in all seriousness, it's like, I you know, it's going to be used for something pretty simple. I wanted something better than just, like... Um, than, like, my camera phone, obviously, or whatever. And I kind of wanted, like, another hobby that will kind of, like, get me out of my comfort zone to make me feel like I'm learning something. So I don't mind getting, like, a DSLR for now. And then, like, probably, let's say, two to three years from now, maybe two years from now, let's say, things get like I get like into it or I'm still doing it as a hobby, then I might be like, hey, maybe check out mirrorless tech. Maybe it's like improved yeah. a little bit or something like that. You know? I just want something mm-hmm. that I'm not gonna like have sitting on the shelf or whatever and I'm like, oh look at that thing. I just spent like a thousand dollars on like on this right, thing and no, I never totally used it. So I think I'm I think yeah. I'm gonna get that, you know.
1: Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense because like especially with hobbies starting out, you never really know if you're gonna stick with it. So even, with, like, with cameras, musical instruments, whatever, you don't right. always have to get, like, the best thing out there. Yeah, it's see, just yeah, no, I agree. Enough that you don't feel like you're crippled or you don't feel like you're, you know, you're getting decent results out of it.
0: Right. You know? And that's, that's, like, the issue that, like, I have, like, currently is because it's one of those things where, like... I feel like I have to go like super, super, super. Like when I get into a hobby, I don't want to like just kind of like half bake get into the hobby, right? the The problem right now is that like I don't want to like invest in like a hobby or whatever, and then I don't want to like invest. Sorry, my daughter came in. I was like waving goodnight to me. Um, uh-huh. I, I didn't. I don't want to like get into like a hobby, right? Like half like it. It's it's okay. So for example, it's like I don't. And me this is my personality, but when I get into a hobby, I really don't like to get into it like half baked. I kind of want to right. go like full in, but then at the same time I'm kind of a cheapskate. So I wanna make sure that my <laughs> dollar amount goes like far. You know what I mean? So like yeah, yeah. I don't wanna get something where like a year from now it's like, oh I've masked like oh I I have to have something better and then camera tech just confuses me. Mm-hmm you know because i'm like i don't under like because like i'm looking at this like d3500 from nikon and they're like yeah it came out in like 2015 and to me i'm like oh that's outdated like that's a crappy camera Mm -hmm. like why am i buying this right but then people are like no it's fine like camera tech's fine it go, it moves really slow that's actually like a Mm -hmm. really good camera and stuff like that i'm like really there's been like 18 iterations of it since it came out but okay so like to me it just (laughs) feels weird you know what i mean
1: yeah, yeah, like, with with camera gear, it's, like, the things that change are, like, literally software updates or, like, the shape of the body. Like, it's, it's really, like, cosmetic for a lot of things. And yeah. the thing is, like, with cameras, too, also, like, it's really bad if you want to go all in with a hobby. Because oh, yeah, easily, for sure. Because you can easily spend, like, $10,000.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm not going to do that either. Like, it's one of those things where it's, like, really weird to me because it's, like, the more I looked into it, the more I realized, like, it's, like, one of the only, ho- well, maybe not. Maybe, but it's like one of those hobbies where like the accessories almost are more important than the actual like thing itself. So like, you know what I mean? Like the body of the camera it's like you get a good one right but then like if you slap on like a really good accessory like for example like a lens on that thing like it will do it will mm-hmm. work great so it's like kind of weird to me you know what i mean like because i don't really yeah. think of that yeah. with other tech where i'm like oh i have my phone but then like really i need this 500 hundred dollar like C braided cable <laughs> to really like put this bad boy <laughs> over the edge you know like i don't think of that like i don't think of it like that so it's been been interesting to research that type of stuff for sure yeah
1: it's It's like totally interesting. Like lenses can almost become like heirlooms. You like just pass it down as you get newer (laughs) and newer camera bodies because you can just reuse them, you know, they're they're the same thing. So it's all just glass and like, you know, gears inside. So it's, it's really like something that that is the interchangeable part of the camera. That is like the most important part. You, you, if you want to spend your money, you spend it there. Right. Your camera bodies will always change, but your lenses will always be the same.
0: Right. And then yeah, I've been looking up like a lot of YouTube videos on like cameras and stuff, dude. And it's like crazy. This guy's like never use the screen viewfinder on like your camera. Like always look through like the the eye hole or whatever it's called. I don't know what the technical terms are. It's like never use the viewfinder because you just like take as many pictures as you can get home and throw them in Lightroom, like, never do that or whatever. It's, like, all this, like, never erase stuff off the SD card. Like, always put it, you know, always go home and erase it from there because of, like, this, this, and that or whatever. And it's, like, a 35. (laughs) I'm, like, learning what. Like, I don't, like, uh, like, I think I know what app, like, at the F, what's the F letter? Aperture. F-stop. Yeah, the F-stop thing does like it blurs the background or something like that but more focuses on like the subject or something and then i'm learning about something with like light or something it's like a bunch of numbers i don't understand it's like twenty four thousand or something like that they're like oh use 24 yeah iso yeah like use that when it's darker at night or something like that and use this one when it's lighter and then like this dude has like this whole graph and he's like yeah if it's like 8 a.m to like 10 p 10 a.m. You want to use about 800 to 1200, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? It's like just a 10 minute video on like how to get off auto mode. I'm like, okay, like I'm definitely getting like a cheap camera at this point. Like I ain't getting like an 8400 or something like that. I'm gonna be so confused, dude. Yeah, dude.
1: Like, uh, there's like so much that you could say about like those three settings. Like, you could go like you could spend an entire day just talking about those things and figuring out how best to like get like the perfect picture but like i guarantee you that when you actually go and mess with those settings it's going to be trial and error it's going to be like you take a picture you look at it and you're like okay does it look good no right. go back change another setting take another picture it's it that's really all it is like people will tell you that like you know there's always like these <sighs> magical settings that you should use for a specific setting or oh whatever. yeah
0: that's like literally what this dude was but, telling me on this it video dude it was ridiculous it was like uh, some dude with like two million subs or something like that He was trying to sell me a photography course uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, like no he's 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 full of it then <laughs> well like his videos
0: were just like go to this website you can buy 30 dollars worth of lightroom filters or something like that
1: no or, yeah the like, guy
0: like, had two million subs dude i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't, I don't like, know okay you, you know? might
1: have you might have like some sort of specific idea that you have like as far as like depth of field like how much mm. do you want blurred if you want a right. lot blurred you start with that setting and then you adjust everything around that to make uh, it look right right that's really that's all it is
0: <laughs> uh, okay yeah i know like this dude seemed to like overcomplicate it a lot but then he had two million subs on youtube so i was like okay he must be like he must kind of know what he's like talking about you know what i mean like in a way uh-huh. but like i don't know sure. at this point anymore <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah, no, no
1: it's a uh, you know he he probably knows quite a bit about stuff. So you know what, he, he, go go check out his videos. Maybe maybe it'll be uh, maybe it'll be all right. I
0: don't know. It just seemed way too overcomplicated, so I just like tuned him out after a while. Like, I just stopped watching the videos after a while, whatever. Like, the, and then the thing is, like half these videos are just like them talking about the recording quality when it comes to like an actual like. When it comes to an actual like camera and i'm like i don't want to vlog with this thing like some like some people are like oh like there's like 15 minutes of this review a 30 minute review or whatever where it's like someone's talking about like oh this camera records like really well it's like great for vlogging like here's some video images and i'm just like i just want to use it to like take pictures you know like i don't know mm-hmm. so but oh, yeah God. so i've been doing camera stuff i've been researching that and i've been reading more so that's been good uh i've been reading like a bunch of random books um so let me let me try to find it so uh i got really hooked on this book that i was required to read in like college or whatever um from this guy named i'm looking it up right now on my amazon order list from dan arley and it's called predictably irrational uh the hidden forces that shape our decisions uh, it's a pretty good book. Um, it basically just talks about like the compare and contrast model when it comes to our thought process, right? So one of the exa- so one of the examples he actually gives in the book is that, um, like, since grocery stores have started to sell organic foods, the non-organic foods have basically been like selling at like selling like 300 more right because when we walk up to like a grocery store and we see like organic eggs next to non-organic eggs our brain immediately compares both prices and sees like the non-organic eggs at let's say eight dollars um like eight dollars for a dozen and then the non-organic mm-hmm. at like two 250 to three dollars um a dozen and we'll end up buying like two to three like we'll end up buying more than like we'll say we'll buy like two dozen eggs right because that's like six bucks let's say and then in our mm-hmm. minds we'll think like oh that's a really good deal because the organic is just uh, one dozen for, like, $8. So Technically, we're getting two times more. And so, like, we compare and contrast, like, almost everything in our lives, whether we realize <laughs> this or not.
1: Oh, um, yeah. That sounds, that sounds pretty uh, so, legit. I mean, like, people yeah, care about price more than you think.
0: Yeah. So, there's, like, stuff like that. They also did it with people. So, they had, like, twin – they had, like, a bunch of experiments with twins where, like, one twin was dressed up really nice and one twin was dressed up, like, really, like, kind of homeless – I guess, in the description, <laughs> and then they brought out the twin who was dressed up, like, nice, and they asked, like, women to rate him on a scale of, like, 1 to 10, and they, he, on average, would get, like, a 4.5 or 5, but then when they compared him to his twin brother, his point score went up to, like, a 7 or 8, uh, and they even did this with, like, friend subjects, friends that were, like, considered, like, pretty good looking to friends that weren't good looking, because they were trying to test out the theory of, like, comparing contrast when you're out with your boys, trying to, like, pick up girls, or when girls are trying to pick up guys, and it actually does work like they people will compare and contrast you at the moment to your friend so they're like is some like legitimacy to that but so it's kind of interesting it's like a bunch of psychology and stuff in it too so it's a pretty interesting book
1: yeah that reminds me of another experiment that i've heard about like um being people being um given these pictures of um of men and women and uh it was for like this dating exercise and people would have to re- rate their attractiveness and underneath their photos would be like a um, description of their jobs. And people would actually rate people more attractive depending on their jobs. Like right. if they are more successful, they were rated as being more attractive than right. Yeah. 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 was like say unemployed or like right. something like that.
0: Yeah. 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 So yeah. like, so that type of stuff is in the book. The other, the interesting thing that was really, uh, really cool. Cool about the book, or like really weird. But one of the things they did because this book's kind of a little old, it's like from 2010, and they have a revised version from like 2015. But they actually did Mm -hmm. experiments with like the Carl's Jr. commercials, like sex sells, like if sex actually sells or whatever, and basically just like fed people like a bunch of like lewd, like lewd ads basically, and then like asked them, asked them like almost immediately afterwards, like how they felt if they were more hungry, if they wanted like that food, and like it works, which is kind of crazy, like that type of advertisement works. But anyway, so he came out with that book in like 2010 and then he came out with another book which i immediately will say i haven't read yet <laughs> so <laughs> I, I can't give you the review on it but it's um he came out with a uh, another book called uh how to misthink money and how to spend smarter so this mm-hmm. one's like really interesting and it's just talking about like how every single day we take certain risks for a payoff that's like not that great so for example of that like we get into cars every day which have a pretty high percentage of like killing us (laughs) right (laughs) just to save like 10 to 15 dollars let's say on getting to a destination quicker than taking like a bike or a bus or something like that right so he came out that book so i got uh, i got that book as well or whatever which is like pretty interesting it's called dollar and cents same guy whatever how to spend your money smarter or whatever um Mm uh and like it's it it goes over stuff like why is it easy to pay four dollars on a soda for a soda on vacation when we wouldn't spend more than two dollars on that same soda at a local grocery store and stuff like that like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it just comes down to like price marketing and like uh how you value certain certain things or whatever as you start getting comfortable with your new norms so it's like, why are people like willing to spend like thirty five thousand dollars on a Tesla and then instantly pay like eight k, even though it's a lot for like autopilot, even though that's like a lot of money still, right? Like, and people don't really like think of that type of stuff. So there's that book too that he kind of yeah. came out with, and then he came out with another one called "The Honest Truth About Dishonesty: uh, How We Lie to Everyone, Especially Ourselves." And this one is basically just talking about how we justify the ends to our means. Or whatever and all three books kind of like linked together or whatever so this one is kind of um like a sequel to predictably irrational or whatever um and it co- it covers stuff like how uh, how do companies pave the way for dishonesty does collaborate collaboration make us more honest or less so does religion improve our honesty does the chance of getting caught co- affect how likely we are to cheat and it says most of us are, think of ourselves as honest but in fact we all cheat from washington post to wall street the classroom the workplace unethical behavior is everywhere none of us is immune and it kind of like talks about how like in everyday lives we kind of like lie to everyone around us in like small very minute ways that we don't really think about like subconsciously um so that one's pretty that one's pretty cool as well that i would highly uh highly recommend too but he's made a bunch of these books and then he also has another one called uh the upside of irrationality because and that's the one i'm starting to read right now because predictably irrational will make you feel like oh man we don't have control of anything (laughs) Like, we're all being, like, manipulated. And then he made, like, a sequel called The Upside of Irrationality, The Unexpected Benefits of Defying Logic at Work and at Home.
1: Uh
0: Um, But, yeah, he's a behavioral economic, economicist. So, it's pretty interesting if you like that type of stuff. And it's a pretty easy read. It doesn't throw, like, a bunch of big words to you. And he explains things, like, very easily for you to understand.
1: Yeah, I think you, I think along those same lines, I think you would really, like, uh, the book outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. I've heard of it. it, Yeah, I've heard of it, but Uh, have you read it?
0: I haven't read it though.
1: Okay. Yeah. Like this one, this book gets like quoted, like, I I don't know how many times, but like it comes up here and there all the time. And it talks about just like, um, success and just Hmm. how people, um, become successful at the upper, upper tiers of like, you know, uh, the people like Bill Gates and stuff like that. How, how, and why do they become successful? Right, and I think it's really interesting because, like, it, it kind of goes along those lines because it talks about the psychology of things, about the, um, the methodology, why they become successful, how right. people become experts at things, mm. how timing can affect everything, um, being knowledgeable at the right place, at the right time, and then being able to just like you know capitalize on all that. Interesting. Um, you know, he he always talks about the ten thousand hour rule, um, which right. is like the. Number of hours it takes for a person to become an expert at something, right? Um, and that—that's about like seven years or so of your life mm-hmm. to become an expert. Like, so it's it, it 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 sounds like a reasonable claim. You know, I think it would take about seven years to relatively like to master. I
0: feel something. I feel like that's for like the average person though. I think inherently there are people like Shroud. I don't think Shroud needs ten thousand hours to master like Counter Strike. <laughs> you know what
1: I mean? Oh, no, no. But, yeah, yeah like, I, I know mean, what he's, you mean yeah sorry he's already, he's already mastered the whole like point and click kill something yeah you know, kind of gameplay so like he's well past the ten thousand hours I think the dude's like well over like thirty 000 by now
0: I wonder if like with the ten thousand hours thing or whatever I wonder if it also depends on how much information you absorb like I wonder if there's people who like there's probably clearly people who play like let's say an hour but they only absorb like let's say 30 minutes of that hour. And then there might be people who like take that hour and they absorb it to like the fullest and maybe even beyond where you would compare it to other people. And it's like, Oh, he actually absorbed sure. like two hours worth of work instead of like, an, like two hours or three hours of work within that hour of time. Like, I wonder if that's a thing too. Yeah. I'm curious yeah, about yeah. that. This
1: is, this is something that I was like taught back in school. Um, it's, there's a difference between practicing something and then focused practice. Hmm. Um, practicing something can be like pretty mindless. You are just kind of doing it, going through the, you know, the, the motions and just kind of like, you know, getting through to the end right but when you focused when you have a focused practice when you do something with a goal in mind when you're actually trying to like okay i want to solve this one particular problem with this Mm. and i want to keep doing that until i uh, until something clicks inside my mind where i don't have to like stop and think about it Mm. um and if you're like say i want a lofty goal like i want to get better at shooting in an fps right um It could be very simple. It could be like um, wanting to focus on a very specific part of that. Like I want to pre-aim, you know, I want to understand like where the head is before I peek behind this wall Mm -hmm. and that like focus uh, practice on that one little thing can be like a tiny stepping stone to becoming better at that. So it's very having, it's very concrete goals and focusing on very what like specific um, things that you want to approve and then moving on to the next one and i feel like that is definitely part of it you know people can practice and they just won't get anywhere they might absorb like you know 30 minutes out of that hour like you said
0: right i mean i know people like no offense but like i feel like this isn't even my friend group but i know people who have played like hundreds of hours of a certain game and they're still like bronze (laughs) five you know what i mean (laughs) but then i feel like it comes down to like they're not really accepting it as like uh, I hear, like, a lot of complaints from friends, and even myself, too, when I don't do good in games where they blame, like, outside factors rather than themselves, right? Like, mm-hmm. the thing that, like, the meme kind of with, like, any type of ranking system is, like, you, you're ne- you never belong to the ranking system that you're in, right? So it's like, oh, I'm in Silver mm-hmm. 5? Like, oh, I don't belong... I don't, like... I don't deserve to be in Silver Five. I'm really a Diamond player, but the reason why I'm in Silver Five is because all my other teammates suck. You know what I mean, or like whatever. You know what I mean. And and the game is designed so I can't carry people or something like that. So you always hear that type of. I mean, I'll definitely check it out. I bookmarked it, but I mean, I have like I'm reading like three. Well, I have like two. Like so, there's a sale. This is here's a problem, man, with um the internet in general or services in general, but. Like, it's so easy to buy crap and not, and this is probably what the book's going to cover to stop doing this. It's so easy to buy stuff and not realize that you're spending money, so, uh, mm-hmm. especially when there's sales. So that's the problem with the Kindle is I try not to go, like, at, go on the Kindle store at all. But I got pinged right. that, like, one of my books on my wish list was on sale, so I bought both of them. And they were both, like, $3. <laughs> um, and that's the problem is, like, I've spent $6 yeah. right there, and I didn't even realize I spent 6 bucks. And so I'm going to read right. these stupid books because I need to. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I've been reading more, which has been really good for me. Um, I think I've been like, see, like the thing with quarantine for sure is like the issue was that this is like my day: go to work, come back from work, spend time with family. Um, probably at work, I was watching Twitch or YouTube in the background or something because my work allowed. Come back, spend time with family, start streaming, stream two to three hours, then end stream, do stuff off stream, whether it's edit this podcast, update social media watch YouTube, Twitch, repeat. Like, I was always, like, in the loop with, like, Twitch. And then, like, on top of mm-hmm. that, like, not counting, like, the eight or nine channels that I was moderating for at the time, right? Uh, and, right. like, literally, like, if someone, like, I quit doing this. Like, I don't care because it was, like, not good for me. But, like, if somebody was stream, if, like, if I was streaming and someone that I modded for started streaming or announced they were streaming soon, I just would not stream. And that wasn't good either. So I quit doing mm-hmm. that, too, as well but like i think the reading thing has really helped me a lot because it like helps me like disconnect mm-hmm. um which has been pretty nice so i and also i don't remember the last time i actually like read for fun and not for school or like not because i have to, to get like some accreditation or something like that so <laughs> uh anyone listening to this podcast go read something and not like lsf or reddit <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like actually like a book or whatever
1: Right. It's great because you can actually just like tune yourself out from the world and actually give yourself a break. It's almost like a mini vacation in all ways. Yeah. Because like you start to like get zoned in on like whatever you're reading and like you start to forget about what's going on.
0: Yeah. Also oh also if chat has any recommendations or people on this podcast have any recommendations, recommend me something. But I don't like fantasy novels. I find them too confusing. I really like biographies. Uh, biographies political stuff or even just like stuff like this where it's like psychological like psychology Mm -hmm. economics type of stuff so if anyone has any recommendations email them to me or dm me on twitter or something uh so i can read it oh i was also gonna say that another reason why i've been reading or another helpful thing with reading is that i feel like when my life was all twitch that was like the only thing i could talk to friends about irl and it was getting it was annoying me Cause like that was the only thing like because that was the only thing that was going on with like what was going on you know what I mean, and so I didn't necessarily like like that you know,
1: no that's cool like like you you want to like improve yourself and you you saw like something that you wanted to do better with and you know that's that's really cool
0: yeah so I've been doing that but uh, talking about improving ourselves Pixel talking about improving ourselves Instagram Uh has improved itself. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I think that's something that we should we should definitely talk about or whatever that I found was really interesting. So Instagram kind of. Threw this out here and, um, you know, kind of just randomly like set this up, didn't announce it to anyone or whatever. And so I thought this was really, really interesting. And I kind of just wanted to talk about the impact of it to everything because of what's been going on. But Instagram has announced a new feature called Reels. This feature is totally out now, it is out for everyone, or it should be, or whatever. This was introduced a few days ago, or this was uh, reviewed or this was released like in August, but now it's like more out there like it's more released to the general public i believe they gave it to like verified accounts first and now like any pub has it um this can be accessed from your story by the way so you can start creating a uh, a reel from a uh from your where you go to access your stories now people are asking probably what the heck does this what is this so for anyone who doesn't know uh instagram's known for yoinking things let's be real here so <laughs> uh, Instagram, you to basically Snapchat. So Instagram stories are basically Snapchats. You post something, you you know, it doesn't have to be super professional. Obviously, there's filters, there's memes, there's little stickers you can put on it. You take a picture within 24 hours, it does get deleted and it goes away. It pings everyone who's following you on Instagram. To, uh, to be honest, I use the story feature, I think, more on Instagram than I actually do, like, Instagram posts. Um, I recently looked at my profile and the last time I actually posted something on my Instagram before today, because I was like, oh, shoot, I haven't actually posted anything was like 16 weeks ago 16 wow and then bro. today i posted a picture of my daughter's watercoloring you guys should go <laughs> check it out it's pretty sick but um <laughs> you know but then i've obviously been using instagram to post stories so what are reels essentially reels are tiktoks That's literally what they did is they yoink, they literally yoinked tiktoks so they said how it works, creating reels. You search for a song from the Instagram Music Library, which by the way, Instagram has gotten permission. There's no DMCAs at all. They've gotten, you know, they've signed up with artists, record labels, producers, all that stuff. And they say to search for a song from the Instagram music library. You can also use your own original audio by simply recording a reel with it. You can add AR effects, you can add timer and countdown, set the timer to record any of your clips hands-free. You can align objects up to it, you can choose the speed and you can share the reels. So when you share a reel, um, two things happen when you share a reel it goes to um one your story so it treats itself as a story but will mention that it is a reel and two it will be now posted on your instagram profile but in another tab called reels so they are kind of like permanent things which i found like really really interesting um yeah,
1: interesting. but yes reel
0: Yeah, so uh, here, I will find you. I know some people who have posted them or whatever, so I will whisper you uh, just to show you kind of, like, some examples of, like, reels or whatever. But, for example, I know that this content creator has made reels here. I'm going to whisper you on Twitch right now just to to let you know and so I don't have to change anything. But, yeah, so I kind of wanted to talk about, I mean, TikTok, obviously, super, super popular, um, but there's been controversy with it, you know, with whatever. And so I was Mm -hmm. kind of wondering, like, do you think that this will take off? Do you think this will quote-unquote kill TikTok? Or, yeah, what, what do you think about this? Will you use this feature yourself or no? So I just I, I just whispered you some reels from a content creator.
1: Mute those because I don't know how loud they're going to be, just FYI. All right. So, like, here's the thing. I think that it might actually take away a serious chunk of TikTok. Because, yeah. like, here's the thing. Um. It took away a huge, huge, huge chunk of Snapchat because it was a separate app. Like, I think mm. a lot of people were already on Instagram to start off with. Right. And a lot of people still are. And so if people don't have to, like, go away from that and use a completely separate app, then, like, that's only going to make Instagram more powerful. Um, right. I think people that use it already will probably just kind of stop using TikTok altogether.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think... I think this is going to take a serious chunk and with everything that's going on with TikTok right now, I think fewer and fewer people are actually going to sign up with that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know you can download it anymore. But I think you like, still
0: can, yeah. It's until like November or something. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Um but yeah, I feel like the 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 future of that platform is like in question. So mm-hmm. now that Instagram actually has this, I think it's like the perfect time for them mm-hmm. to just kind of like take a huge chunk out of tiktok's like market share right and it's it's prime to like just basically take over just kind of like in the same right. ways that stories take took over uh, snapchat's function
0: right so here's something that's like really interesting that um i was actually listening to a podcast about uh and also listening to a little bit of devin nash about or whatever and kind of with my own research as well. So, um as you guys may or may not know, I did I I shouldn't say I did. I do have a TikTok, but I kind of stopped uploading on it anyway. Um but I do have a TikTok and it has about 943 followers currently at this time of recording. Um with like 27,000 likes and like almost like a million views like or like a half a million views on all of my TikToks that are on it, right? Um, Mm -hmm. When I look at my analytics that they give me or whatever, less than 1% of those viewers are actually going going off-site from TikTok to my other social media. So they're Mm -hmm. not going to Twitter. They're not going to Instagram. They're not going to my Twitch, which, to be honest, all of my clips on my um, TikTok are clips from my Twitch um and so you have like a lot of people that are just not really like going off of tiktok and that seems to be the consensus from a lot of other people including like devin nash and other content creators is that you get a lot of views on tiktok but those views are not translating anywhere else where they're not actually being pulled off and going to your twitch right Mm -hmm. so very few people less than one percent of my followers or viewers on my Twitch tiktok are checking out my twitch going to my twitter etc um yeah and they're kind
1: of thoughts
0: yeah and so switches yeah no one's switching but here's the thing people are going people um people actually like instagram is used as like a two-way street in the sense that you have a lot of people going from they follow your stream and they'll follow your instagram and then they'll get notifications from your stories when you go live and come back to your Twitch, etc. Or they'll follow your Instagram and then also see your other social medias and want to follow you as well. So I feel like mm-hmm. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think Reels can actually take something like super, super, um, like a super big chunk away from TikTok. Uh, Just from like a social media standpoint, basically people that are already integrated into TikTok probably won't leave. But the problem with TikTok right now is it has the same problem as Vine is just people like the audience on TikTok slash Vine are just not leaving the platform. They just don't want it. They don't care for like long form content. When you do a call to action on it, they don't work. If you say, hey, follow my Twitch, follow my
1: YouTube. They're just not doing it. Yeah, and that was a huge part of social media. You want everything to be connected. You want mm-hmm. like one of those accounts to be supporting the other. It's like um a huge network. Everything is supporting like the the entire brand. And if it's not like sending people to a specific place where you're doing content, then it's not helping you. Right. Um, and you, you, if you're just doing stuff on TikTok, like that's fine, but you're kind of like putting all your eggs in one basket. Right. Um so mm-hmm. it's just like I feel like this is this is something that I think needs to happen. I think it does need to like um, uh, move over to Instagram, just because culturally I think people are more inclined to like just click on stuff and take you to either YouTube, take you to Twitch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's a good platform for people to just go to other platforms because they're kind of used to that. And with TikTok, I don't I, I don't think that culture is there.
0: Right. Yeah. For sure. I think it's also that tiktok also trends pretty young whereas instagram is pretty diverse in its age range Mm -hmm. instagram is starting so what happened with instagram is people moved away from younger people moved away from facebook to instagram to get away from their parents basically and (laughs) uh but now the demographic is starting to build up a little bit more and the demographic is pretty widespread uh, on Instagram or whatever. So I think you, I think the problem with TikTok too is just like you just don't have a lot of monetizable people. as right, well It's, it's
1: mostly kids, right? Yeah. Do you, Do you think that people that used Vine like one hundred percent moved over to like TikTok, or like they have the same sort of mindset? People that are just kind of like stuck on that one platform. And I mean, a lot of the
0: them. Are you talking about the viewership, or you want? Are you talking? You, if you're talking about the, are you talking about the viewership, or are you talking about the content creators oh, at this point? Uh, a little of both i would say yeah i i feel like back then with vine it was a, we had a different like landscape right because when did vine exactly like come out it came out a while ago
1: early 2010s i say
0: yeah so we, like, 20, yeah Ju- june 2012 or january 2013 to january seventeenth 2017 yeah so it was just a different mindset back then i think social media was like different or whatever um Mm -hmm. you know once a lot of the vine star i know that like once a lot of the vine stars started to like um you know there was an announcement of like the discontinuation or whatever a lot of vine stars like moved to youtube right and a lot of their followers followed so i mean spoiler for people who don't know logan paul jake paul top two the top 10 creators on vine obviously look where Mm -hmm. where they are now david dobrik huge on vine had like 15 million followers on vine now look at them 20 million you know subscribed on mm-hmm. youtube so people did follow but i think it was a different day and age gotcha for sure i i, I don't know how it is nowadays with like tiktok or whatever you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm. no that makes sense okay
0: because it yeah, just, just there's different there's different platform like the problem is right now that we're kind of in my opinion the problem is is that we're kind of overrun by so many platforms and they're starting to become like uh you know it's like the 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 different lunch tables in high school like oh this is where the cool kids hang out yeah. this is where they like you <laughs> know it's like oh facebook's for your parents you have instagram for like pro like pictures and like for like it's kind of everyone's there but like obviously like you know people are there to like show off like modeling pictures or whatever then you have like tiktok for the young kids and you have like twitter for like the older like sophisticated you know whatever it might be right and so it's just like right. social media platforms aren't trying to like merge together so to speak they're trying to like you know they're trying you know they're trying to be separated at some point but as a content creator from my stance you know uh in my opinion i kind of want everything to be like a small gear right like this podcast Mm -hmm. my twitch or this podcast my twitter my tiktok my instagram my facebook even, even though i don't really use it um you know i want them to all kind of slowly trickle and funnel viewers to my twitch which is basically what's been happening over the last, like, I don't know, six months at this point, right?
1: Yeah, Um, no, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, like, the way, the the reason I, like, thought about that um, connection between Vine and TikTok was because they're both kind of, like, very isolated apps. Yeah. Um, like The environment is, like, you go on Vine, and, like, all the content there is just kind of, like isolated from everything else around it it's right it's not like hey you go to your vine and you, you're you're being linked to like your youtube content or whatever and it's the same thing with tiktok it's it's a very right. really like siloed isolated um place where you can just you, you find all the content there and you're not meant to like go anywhere else right i'm not even sure if you're like um really um referred to like other creators or anything I, i've actually never used and I wasn't like um someone who's into those kinds of things but, uh i mean um,
0: you can i mean vine was owned by twitter right so you can add other creators and you can also they called it revining but it was basically just a retweet you could like retweet you know your vines and stuff like that and it was heavily uh-huh. integrated with like twitter as well i think i believe it like auto it like defaulted to like auto posting on your twitter and stuff like that as well but mm-hmm. yeah i mean it was you know it was kind of whatever and then like kind of what happened was like around that time too is like instagram popped up
1: yeah okay i gotcha
0: you know what i mean like instagram came out in like 2010 actually right and so like once like instagram started going away from just photos to like video that's what kind of like killed like vine in my opinion because then what Mm. you saw was like you saw a bunch of viners just like posting their stuff on like instagram right like you're seeing that now too, and like I have, like you do the same thing nowadays with like any social media, which is like really stupid, but it it's kind of like how it just has to work. Like if I if you post like for me, if I post a tweet, it sucks because then people get bombarded. But if you post, um, if I post a picture of like a shiny Pokemon I got on my Twitter, I usually post it on my Instagram, and I usually post it on my Facebook, and I usually post it on my TikTok or whatever. And the reason why I do it, and instead of doing like a catch twenty two, like the thing is, is like. I could easily just say, like, post it on Instagram and then also post it on Twitter and then also say auto-post it on Facebook and also auto-post it on here. But it's actually better for you to post it separately on each individual site than than to just say, oh, Instagram, handle it, and post on all these sites.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Good. it kind of sucks, but, uh, yeah, you it, it feels, I think it does feel a lot better when you're natively, like, uploading stuff to each individual thing. Right. Because then it just kind of feels like it's um, it's almost like a catered content. You're not just, like, right. reposting or relinking, like, anything. It's just, like... Right, I, even
0: though you technically are, it's it's like the auto-posting when you go live, right? Like, you can do that. Yeah. Like, where every time you go live on Twitter, or like, every time you go live, it auto-posts your Twitter, but, like, most people don't do that for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, yeah, this Reels thing... <sighs> I mean... For me personally, see, I was just re-uploading like Twitch clips anyway. So for me, I don't think I'll use it. But I'm I'm also not that creative and I don't have that much time on my hands to use it. But I do think it will be like a big thing. Don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think Instagram has just an absolutely enormous user base. I, I don't know how big it is compared to TikTok or whether yeah, i it, like, don't
0: know anymore either tiktok has over like 300 million like 400 300 to 500 million like active concurrent users or something it's ridiculous yeah. and over like a billion 1.5 billion downloads
1: yeah i don't know how much is uh is like how much crossover there is between the two platforms mm-hmm. like how many people have both apps and actively use them both <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know anymore either i mean it's, it's like it's really hard to keep up with but i think that either way it will like get somebody to like you know yoink i think viewers will be like i think people who want to stay on tiktok will stay on tiktok I, I think this is what will happen right people who are young who are on tiktok will probably stay on tiktok because that's where they want to stay whereas like older people will probably just use start using instagram more because they're like oh i don't want to go to tiktok
1: i have instagram already yeah you know yeah. what i mean like yeah that that sort of like hesitation to change platforms or to like learn something new or something like that yeah i totally get that <laughs>
0: yeah so i think that's like i think that's gonna be what happens and i i don't know i think that's fine whatever competition is good
1: so i mean i mean whatever happens happens
0: yeah so i mean i'm happy with it but i mean either way like instagram (laughs) yoink something else Uh, you know the the funny thing is too snapchat's still very popular Surprisingly, and, yeah, and it keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. It keeps coming back and like so I was just recently hanging out at like a family event or whatever and talking to my cousins and they're like uh like two of my cousins are like they're like between like 19 and 23 basically. Uh a few mm-hmm. of my cousins on my mom's side and they were saying that maybe I don't know if this is like a thi- I guess this is a thing. But, you know, um they were saying that they they literally use that's all they use to like communicate with their friends is Snapchat like using like the messaging system on Snapchat and like sending each other pictures and stuff like that and that they've been, they like used it all through it's almost like they used it all through high school so why not just continue to do it now yeah, <laughs> you know what i, I mean they're, they're but still available yeah yeah but i mean as of so here's a crazy thing right as of july 2020 snapchat had 385 million daily active users and what they considered a daily active user was somebody who used the platform for at least 15 minutes
1: hmm huh
0: that's not very so much <laughs> i know but i mean that's a lot for like snapchat where you're just literally looking at photos that disappear every 10 seconds yeah that's okay, okay 15 yeah, to 20 yeah. minutes think of like how much i use instagram i scroll through it once and i'm done you know <laughs>
1: wow okay that's uh that's actually surprising how many people still use snapchat
0: yeah it's super surprising to me it's, actually it's actually
1: it's kind of like it surprised me because uh one of my one of my friends actually got a job at snapchat a while back and i'm like snapchat still exists <laughs> i was like so confused the, the <laughs> thing like,
0: what The thing that I liked from Snapchat, I know it's, like, super cheesy, but it's, like, kind of, like, the photography, like, content creator inside of me is, like, do you remember when Snapchat came out with spectacles? Those, like, glasses that had the built-in camera on them? I thought those were sick. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about.
1: Well, I remember the Google glasses, so Oh no, I mean... these
0: are like dumbed down versions of these or whatever, but they like only work with Snapchat, but they're like sunglasses and they look like normal sunglasses, like Ray Bans or whatever, right? They're expensive, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. It's like three hundred bucks, so I wouldn't get it. But they're like, you know, Ray Bans, and then they have a button on the side where when you press it, like a white light like flashes up so people know you're recording. And if you like press and hold, it takes a picture. And then if you press I think if you double tap the button, it actually like records like a 10-second video. But since it's like POV You can, like, capture all this cool stuff, and then um, they connect automatically to your phone. So then you can allow your phone to use on transmit through data, but then you can upload, like, Snapchats directly from, like, your glasses. Mm -hmm. So you can be, like, at a party, like, click it and, you know, record some stuff and keep going on about your day. I thought that was really cool if they opened that API up to, like, um, I don't know, like, Instagram or something or Twitter.
1: Yeah, it is an interesting idea. I remember there was a lot of pushback against, like... Oh, they're only the $150,
0: computer. sorry, by the way. I thought they were, like, $300. bucks. they are only, like,
1: $150. It's Not bad, compared to Google Glass, which was, like, a 1000 I think. Is that even around? Out? Is Google Glass... E- Google Glass isn't even around anymore, though. No, <laughs> right? There was so much pushback against that whole tech that, like, I think it just went away. Like, people were, like... Um, not allowing people into like bars or restaurants with them on it
0: it for sure came out. It for sure came out like too early. I will say that like it for sure came out like way too early.
1: It definitely did. It was like way ahead of a time. I I don't think people were like comfortable with the whole idea Mm -hmm. of a person like recording everything and just like, uh, just, I don't know that people thought it was creepy or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what happened to it. um, I feel like there are so many applications for it, like legitimate real applications. Like, yeah, for sure. Imagine a surgeon wearing that, that could like actually like record their operation and, you know, simultaneously broadcast that to like students or something like that. They were sitting in another room.
0: Right. Yeah, Um, for sure. I mean, I mean, I kind of say the same thing with VR. I don't really care about VR games because VR games kind of suck. In my opinion, (laughs) like I don't care what you say, but like, okay, here's my take on VR games really quick, right? Really quick rant. Uh Uh-huh. When we were like in, when we were kids we wanted to like we played video games to escape into like these fantasy worlds right and now games graphics are like super crazy they're super good why the heck am i gonna buy like a 1200 hundred dollar piece of merchandise or however much a vr headset is put it on and then literally go back to like 1995 graphics like 3d graphics like that you know i want to i want to plug in like the matrix and escape this world make it look super realistic and when i put on a stupid vr headset that's not what happens at all i'm going to a crappier version of this world that's literally what what I think of when I play VR every time. My friends are like, dude, get VR chat. It's dope. Play this new game, like Pandemonium, or I don't know, what's that new horror game that like everyone's playing on Twitch right now? It's like phenomenon long or something Uh, like that. uh, And it's like that thing. Yeah. And then I look at the gameplay. I'm like, how are streamers playing this? Like, it's so bad. Like VR is just so bad to like watch or play in my opinion. That's like, my like hot take for this podcast that I'll get more emails about or like people yelling me about <laughs> on Twitter. So whatever, I got used to it. But like, I just feel yeah. like, but then I think the cool thing with VR is that it would be really cool in cases of like doctors, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could like do like cadaver bodies or something like that. You know what I mean?
1: Right, right. Absolutely. You can totally like use that as a teaching tool. Just like it, it could save a ton of money just like on training alone
0: yeah for sure like i think that's cool but i think for games too And know here's the thing too no offense I, this is me at least personally i don't want to be like like remember like when the Wii came out or whatever and everyone was like oh this is sick it's like i can actually swing a baseball bat or something like that or like with Wii sports right and like you know the yeah, first yeah. like maybe week when you're with your homies you were like full on like swinging that thing blah blah, blah. and then what ended, up, what ended up happening after that week pixel you all were just sitting on the couch like this is going and flicking your wrist because it could do the exact same thing you didn't have to do the full motion gamers are lazy i'm lazy i'll admit this i don't want to have a full-on vr headset standing up i actually have to like run around and stuff like that like do you know how fast i would die in fps if you have to rely on my stamina like come on now like i don't know I, i think vr gaming is still so far away from what it actually could be you know i
1: i think it's uh it's very very early definitely like you know i i keep thinking that like VR is supposed to be like a stepping stone. It's not like the mm. end. It's supposed to be like a stepping stone to like the holodeck on Star Trek. That's what I want VR to be. That's like I I don't want controllers, I don't want none of that stuff. I want to be able to like stand in a room and have it be like projected and like just all around me. I don't want to have to wear something like just wearing those goggles is a pain. Because then like my stamina of of doing anything only lasts like an hour. Like, right, I can't, I can't play that thing more than an hour because it gets too hot, it gets too sweaty, like, it just becomes really, really uncomfortable. Like, I think that VR itself is just... I, I mean, I won't even say it's not there, because I don't think it will ever get there. I, I think VR is just like, you know, we're just trying a few things because they want eventually to get the tech to, like, holodeck levels.
0: Right, that's, that's what I want, dog. Great. I want a holodeck... You know what I want? Okay, this is also what I want. Side note... I want that thing from Star Trek where they could like order any type of food they want and it just makes it. That was super dope oh, yeah. or whatever. Also, yeah. you know, shout outs to the homie like Elon Musk. He's like taking us to Mars. Like that seems pretty dope. But I mean, I still want there. I still want them to make a pizza that is super healthy for you that makes you lose weight Tastes just as good as pizza and like helps you like lose weight it like corrects your vision it like (laughs) cures matter like like male pattern baldness like get on this earth (laughs) like you know what i mean like it's great we're going to mars and stuff like that but like get me like something practical like a pizza that's healthy that still tastes like pizza or something like you know why are we doing that you know what i mean like what the heck you know this ain't this ain't happening dude like i don't know the disappointment of what 2020 was supposed
1: to be in like back to the future or whatever to what it actually is right now (laughs) sucks so bad oh man you know what the human race does not have its priorities straight we need a piece of that solves all our problems
0: (laughs) yeah that's what we need that's what that's what we need yeah oh side note i was going to talk about this for a little bit did you see the south park special about covid
1: no, uh, I, I heard okay, okay.
0: I we watch won't watch talk it. about it then because I don't want to spoil it. But it's pretty funny. I, I need to watch it's, uh, okay. it. It's okay. It it's like classic South Park where they're like trying to figure out like how, where COVID started from, obviously, and stuff like that. And then like there's certain scenes where like you think something's gonna happen, and then like they say what it actually is, and then it's like, <laughs> boom! This is actually what it is. Like this actually happened. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know how to describe it, but it's like they word for word say like, oh, this is how COVID started. And then yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, duh. And then, like, they show you how it started. And it's like, I don't know why I expected anything different because they literally just told me <laughs> two seconds ago how it started. But then it, like, literally verbatim, like, literally sh- does what they say they're going to do. It's so funny, though. It's, like, an hour long. It's, like, an hour long special on, like, COVID. Yeah. And it, oh, it, makes, it makes fun of, like, everything. Like, it makes fun of COVID. It makes fun of both sides, which I think is, like, the best part
1: of it what i love about south park is that even after like how many years have they been on like 25 I don't know. Or something yeah like something like that, like that they are they are still relevant they are still on point with all their comedy and their writing and they're so quick on it
0: yeah have you hard seen hard. the documentary on how they make an episode it takes like six days it's nuts
1: yeah it's yeah, crazy it yeah,
0: yeah and they had like th- they've had they had like two episodes ready to go for if either like i think at the time it was like john mccain versus obama they had like mm-hmm. two episodes ready to go 'Cause they didn't know Yo, who was gonna man. like win the election and then the day of the election they released like the one where like Obama won or whatever. That's insane. And they were like, like and they were two completely different storylines by the way. Like the Obama one had like a specific uh storyline where I think like Randy just kept saying, like, thanks Obama or something like that over and over again. Like every time something <laughs> bad would happen to him. And then they had like a different a totally different storyline for like the McCain one. And the McCain one just was never released
1: wow that's like, like that's incredible they can actually do all of that and yeah. just like do it all within days yeah so. but like i think
0: i think like you should like the covid one is pretty good i just will say that like it like i feel it's so funny and i i think they like interviewed like matt stone and Trey parker and they were like saying that like th- this episode is intentionally going to trigger somebody because like the episode just makes fun of like everyone like it makes fun of like the COVID situation, like how American politics handled it, how EU politics handled it. It makes fun of like um, the non-mask wearers. It makes fun of like the mask wearers. It makes fun of the people who like are hardcore bunkered down, quarantined. It makes fun of the people like not quarantined. (laughs) And just like, everything like it makes it pokes fun at like every institution um, and like everyone who's handled it regardless of like how you feel like mm-hmm. uh these people handled it better than others it shows the flaws of like everyone and i think it's like it's super good it's like a really good like for and i don't i'm not like a huge south park guy either but it was really well done in my opinion
1: I'll have to watch it sometime. I got, I got to find a way to watch it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can watch it. Like, there's South Park Zone, which is, like, their official, like, website. And I think, like, after a little bit, you can watch it on there. If you have Hulu for whatever reason, you'll be able to watch it there as well. Cool. Okay. Yeah. But, like, get, be prepared to, like, possibly, like, I, I, you know, I, I, since it's 2020, I have to warn people. But it is one of those things where, like, it does poke fun at a lot of type of stuff. So, if like, you don't want, if you don't, if you're not in the mood to laugh at yourself, then don't watch it.
1: I think uh I think most people who watch South Park are probably in that kind of um group where they can just kind of like laugh at everything, so and yeah you'd I be surprised know. though,
0: <laughs> but okay, but um anyway, I think for a podcast where we had literally nothing to talk about, this is probably a good place to end. I think so too. It's yeah, been I like an hour talked... hour fifteen or something like that. I think we've gotten uh you know a lot of good material unless there's anything that like that you want to talk about or anything that like you find uh that you wanted to bring to the table as well
1: any other topics i'm out of topics so i mean like all i've been doing this past week i was just been playing wow like i, I oh waiting. You're on, okay let's talk about it so you're on a wow fi- I, so you're on a wow fix again so yeah i got sucked in again i got sucked in and i was waiting for shadowlands to drop but then they said <sighs> that they were pushing it back until like later this year right yeah here like everybody like canceling their vacations for that <laughs> for that time you so know? so here's my so here's my thing right
0: i loved wow i was really into pvp 2900 hunter uh hunter main on the horde by the way um and i in threes by the way and um i stopped playing around mist upon daria and oh, when i say i quit playing i mean that like I quit playing it as my main game. I still have a subscription to it through um connections, but I play it very casually and mostly at the start of an expansion. How is the game right now? Cuz I heard the game right now is pretty bad. I heard the one complaint about the game is that it feels like it's forcing you to log on every day to try to make you do something. So that was like one of the comp- so one of the complaints about the end game And I don't know if this has changed. This might have been changed. But one of the big complaints is that, like, there was no, like, need, greet. There's no, like, need, greet, or pass roll when it comes to, like, anything above, like, below heroic. And you're basically, like, even in LFR, you're just given, like, a roll, and you either get it or you don't. (laughs) And so it feels like it's a bunch of, like, RNG loot boxes in a way, or almost like a battle pass where you have to log in every day and do these quests to, like, level up uh, arbitrary battle pass in a way to get stuff. I mean, how do you feel about the game and like how much time have you invested in this game so far since coming back?
1: Honestly, I don't really know too much about the uh end game leveling mm. and all that kind of like uh gameplay. Um, I don't know if you actually have to like log in every single day to like farm or whatever. Um, but I will say like the the loot, there is no need greed pass whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of the loot um It's kind of like, it's basically decided for you. It's personal loot, right? What's that? Isn't it like personalized loot, basically? Yes. So like um, a piece of armor can have like multiple stats on there and it could like switch on and off depending on your spec or your class. Um, So like, say you have like a plate piece of armor. It could have like strength on it if you're in a certain spec. But if once you switch to a a certain um, talent spec, It'll switch to like say intelligence or something like that. Interesting. So, do you like that? Um, it makes things easier. I, I think it makes things a little bit better as far as like not having to have like a second set of armor. Mm. Like I remember back when I was raiding back in like Firelands, uh, like Cataclysm and stuff like mm. that. You had to have multiple um, gear sets, mm. like, mm-hmm. sets. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were a and druid too, on, so yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so I I sometimes had like up to three. Yep. So I actually do like that. I only need to have like one set. Mm. Um and maybe like a few uh other things that I need to swap in and out depending on like a certain situation. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, I actually do like it. For me, like it just makes life easier, less the farm. Like I don't have to run the dungeon as many times as I used to. It's okay. like, oh, once I got the gear, like you know, I can switch specs with that same piece of gear and just keep using it like that's fantastic i love it i feel like there's a lot of quality of life improvements that made the game better and i think people forget that what we used to have was really really time consuming um, yeah
0: but i i i I, I, like, I totally agree with you on that i totally agree with you at that because um uh playing classic and sucked <laughs> like playing i i called this and i was like classic is just like a nostalgia fest like classic actually was so broken
1: and so unbalanced and just not fun in some regards yeah it it was like it was great to just go back in time and just kind of like do the same things over and over again but then i realized oh my god i really hate eating and drinking after every single <laughs> remember That's
0: like when awful. you were a, i played a major or whatever and like i don't even think i casted any spells i was just like all right farming mobs so i can buy save up silver so i can buy a better wand
1: like just arcane like arcane shooting crap or whatever yeah exactly yeah like you run out of you can't like like back off away from a mob you just had to like wand them down while while you have your shield up like yep. whether you're, you're a priest or a mage oh no it was just like it was such a miserable time leveling
0: yeah i think i got to level 50 and then i quit
1: and i was like <laughs> i just can't
0: i just can't with classic right now like it's too much
1: yeah soloing was not a good experience in that in that like you could do it it was a lot better than other mmos at the oh, time for sure but yeah like, like looking at what i do for like soloing now like it's 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 not even close it's like night and day you know what's like the soloing experience yeah. is so much
0: better you know what sucks about like wow like classic wow was like i got in i played it when it first came out obviously and then i realized i don't have time for this anymore like i've grown <laughs> i'm old you know what i mean like i don't have time for this like like i jump on i'll pl- i played i think on stream we would play like three to four hours and i would make like half a level sometimes
1: that sounds or, about right.
0: or like a level you know what i mean and it was just like i don't have time for this dude like i can't play this it kind of sucked to like to yeah, hit that reason like, what what level are you in wow uh i have a 120 druid
1: and then i have a 119 mage are you doing dungeons right now or what are you doing it's just all soloing like it's kind of crazy like well, right now they have a buff uh, going where you uh, get 100% extra experience for like everything that you do.
0: Because uh, okay. so, I don't even know um, if I were to join you, like what we would do together.
1: Um, Like we could, there's actually a lot of things you could do. Like there's dungeons, there's warfronts, there's... um. Warfronts are resident a, sleeper okay. unless they changed them. What's that?
0: Warfronts war were so boring unless they changed them. Like people would just AFK in warfronts. Or whatever, and just kind of chill. But I don't know if they changed that or not. You know, to be honest,
1: I haven't actually tried a Warfront yet. Oh, okay. So here is the like,
0: problem: I... I got a new computer. I have. It's gonna take me about thirty-seven years to set up all my uh
1: my UI. <laughs> Did you really have like that custom of a UI? It was pretty. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow. Like I, I have like a few things. I have like Bartender. I have like <laughs> Z Pearl
0: nah dude I, I have like 75 add-ons or something i probably got to update dude. right now and like i had a whole <laughs> customized thing and i forgot to back it up on my old computer and export it so like there oh, i gotta like no. redo it like it literally would take like we could like we could literally it would literally take me like the next
1: hour or two to set it up i'm not kidding oh that's crazy man like yeah i mean there's a, uh, there's some things i just completely got rid of like auctioneer like the auction house is like way, way simplified now. Mm. Like you don't even see like a name anymore. Like it's, it's That's almost so like a weird. place So like you go in, you, you, you type in the thing that you want and then mm. they list how many of that thing is available, but it's like in text. Right. So it'll huh. say there, there are like a hundred of these available and you just click buy. There's, yeah, a, I, I can't I mean, find a way to bid.
0: I mean, for me, like I, I just want to show you my swift spectral tiger and then leave. You know, show the rarest <laughs> mount in the game and then peace out, you know, you just want to flex that that amount, flex it really quick. And then uh, and then, yeah, you know, we'll see. Oh, I was also going to mention, Um, I don't know when the beta is, but I ended up getting a, I, get, I ended up through my connections, getting a free uh, to get, getting a Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty Cold War oh really yeah through my connections or whatever so i might be streaming that in the future so i don't know i don't think you have i don't want to say that you do or don't have any connections but i don't know if you're gonna and maybe we can do a cod stream sometime in the future
1: like traditional cod not Warzone or whatever <laughs> traditional cod yeah um no, I'll see. I don't know if I, uh, I'm able to get it. But, but uh, yeah, I mean,
0: we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, I think maybe that will be the next like gaming with pixel uh, night that happens. Uh, Fall Guys was supposed to like update their thing too, right? And like, I never heard anything about that. Like, isn't Fall Guys supposed to have like a new season or whatever?
1: They were supposed to. Yeah, season two. Um, I don't know when that's dropping. I thought it was like sometime this week, maybe.
0: <laughs> Is it this week? Let's see. Fall Guys season two date revealed. Thursday, October 8th. So this week on Thursday, oh. okay, maybe we'll do a Fall Guys stream or whatever and check it
1: out. Oh, you know what else is dropping this week? What? Tomorrow, Baldur's Gate three.
0: Oh, okay. Well, later, Pixel. If you have, <laughs> if you have time to play Fall Guys or whatever, let me know.
1: Well, I don't. I don't know if I'm getting it yet because it's early access. And um, did you,
0: did oh, you is it the still that cap? stupid?
1: Wait, I thought the
0: level camp thing was in September. You said it was like in September thirtieth or something like that, didn't you?
1: No, no, this is this is the this is the actual like early access release. This is like, this oh, I is thought the early much... access release happened in September. No, no, it's it's tomorrow. Oh. I think they pushed it back like a few days or
0: something. Oh, like that, OK, never mind. Like... Yeah, don't get that. Don't get into that. That's stupid. Don't don't do it, Pixel. I'm going to keep talking while you cough, but don't don't get debated into that early access bullcrap <laughs> Pixel, OK? Don't yeah, pay the like, extra like twenty dollars to get it or whatever it is. I don't know.
1: I, I'm gonna wait for the reviews. I'm gonna wait like a week or so just to see like what people think of it. I'm there's no way I'm gonna be an early adopter for this. Like this is way, way, way too risky. Right, yeah, no, for sure.
0: Um, but okay, maybe not boulders Okay, so let's say Thursday.
1: Thursday, Fall
0: Guy we do a Fall Guys stream or something. Yeah. Fall Guys two, <laughs> okay. season two. All yeah, right, yeah, cool, let's, man. Let's give it a shot. All right, sounds good. Anyway, this was a really long podcast and I was very surprised on that. So uh, especially for not having anything else. But I think that we. this is a good time to end it here. Good time. I got to edit this. So, yeah, you know, yeah, I don't want totally. it to be too long. But, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, guys, thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks so much for listening to our rants as always. Um, hopefully we'll be back. You know, actually, you know, clap, claps for Pixel. Claps for Pixel here for um, stable internet, man, on my end. You know, i i I'm saw no frame too. drops i saw no hiccups i saw no like every once in a while like there like last two streams there's been like hiccups there was like i had to pause because i didn't know if you we were frozen like there was nothing today so i don't know
1: i was i was worried i was like yeah. oh no something's gonna happen something's gonna happen yeah. and nothing happened exactly are
0: you gonna stream after this or no
1: uh probably not okay, okay. i'm I, I gonna go uh, mod oh wow
0: okay carry that sword into (laughs) battle sir anyway uh with that being said though chat and uh, listeners thanks guys so much for hanging out we'll see you next monday and uh be safe out there everyone okay later guys peace see you guys